Alrighty, guys, welcome to episode 28 of MTG Radio. This is Trevor. And this is Tom. And we're both in the same place at the same time. The oh. table the table between us isn't metaphoric or <laughs> digital or fake or imaginary. It's really nice. I can high five time. High five time. Real high five. Tom and I, when we discovered that we could actually high five because we were in the same place, we got very excited. So, for this episode of the podcast, we get to talk about Kozilek Butcher of Truths, the legendary Eldrazi that was spoiled the day after we put up the last podcast. We also get to talk about um, teaching other people how to play Magic, because Tom and I had a quite an experience this weekend. Definitely an experience. That's the best way to describe it. You'll be able to hear it at the end of this, which I'll get to. We're going to talk about a contest we're, we're creating, because we got the pack from the Fat Pack, so... We have a contest in the works, and if you stay tuned through the end of the podcast, the last 15 or 20 so minutes, are Tom and I trying to teach my girlfriend and another friend of ours, their names are Sarah and Brooke, they introduced themselves in the, that recording, uh, we're teaching them how to play Magic. It, it, it's kind of, it might be frustrating, it might be headache-inducing, but if you want to give it a shot, the recording is always there, and it was fun for us, I, I had fun. I had fun, it's kind of funny, um, there's, there's squealing... There's a, there's a lot of giggling. There's a, a lot of giggling. Oh my god, there's a lot of giggling. My girlfriend is convinced that the uh, kissing beca- comes in between, what was it, in between upkeep and draw? Yeah, yeah that, that was... That was an experience. But anyway, <laughs> that, that'll be at the end, and we'll talk about that before it happens. But, first of all, the, the most important thing... Talking about magic is foreplay. Yeah, of course. Kozilek Butcher of Truth. I'll let Tom. I'll let Tom talk about what Kozilek does. Okay, so um, as we mentioned probably before, um, we uh, ended our recording Sunday night because we felt we needed to get out early for the first time ever. Usually we record on Mondays. Yeah, now so, we're recording on what day is it? Like Wednesday. <laughs> so now we're recording on Wednesday because it's spring break. Woo, spring break. And um, so uh, go to Monday, and um, I'm on the daily MTG, and I go to Arcana, I click on it, and. Holy mother of God, tentacles pop up out of nowhere, and we have Kozilek, Butcher of Truth, the first spoiler from Rise of the Eldrazi. Um, you've probably heard about him before. Uh, he's a cost 10 colorless mana, but he's not an artifact creature. He's just a colorless Eldrazi creature. Um, he works well with Ayavugan, which, speaking of Ayavugan, rose to $20 on Tuesday, then dropped down to 10 on Wednesday, and is leveled off. Uh, ten is too much. Ten is way too much for Legendary Land. You're going to be playing two of them. So, um, anyways. So, Kozlek, what does he do? First off, he's ten for a 12-12. That's kind of good already. Um, he has three different abilities. The first one, when Kozlek Butcher of Truth enters the battle... No, when you cast Kozlek Butcher of Truth. Damn it, I wanted to play memory. Okay, so, when you cast Kozlek Butcher of Truth, draw four cards. Okay, that's kind of good. Second ability is Annihilator. This is a, uh, a keyword ability. Draw two cards, isn't it? I'm pretty sure it's draw four. I'm going to check. You were going to check on the drawing. But um, anyways, so second ability is Annihilator. Uh, this is directly from Raziel Drazi. It's target player sacrifices X permanents, where X is the number in the Annihilator cost. And he has Annihilator four. So when you attack with him, it's a 12-12, and your opponent has to sacrifice four permanents. That kind of sucks for your opponent. And then the final ability... You were right, it's four cards. It is four cards. The final ability, which people haven't been talking about, but a lot of people have been getting wrong, is when Kozlek Butcher Truth is put into a graveyard from anywhere, shuffle that graveyard into its, into it's, its owner's library. When Kozilek, The way it's written on the card is when Kozilek is put into a graveyard from anywhere, its owner shuffles his or her graveyard into his or her library. So it 
it's it protects against a mill strategy in, in itself. It's like guy's blessing. Yeah, it's nice. It's a lot of people have been talking about putting this card into Oath of Druids decks because you don't mill yourself out ever unless they path your guy. But even then, you get to draw four cards when he comes into play. So play Oath of Druids. Um, I like the card. I thought it was when he came up on the splash page. I was like, what? Mostly because mostly because tentacles were coming out and having sex with everything around the page. But besides that part, I was like, wow, this card is cool. And the first thing that I thought of was, gotta make a gotta make a color CDH deck. Well, the, see, the first thing I thought of was color CDH deck seems difficult, but he can go in any EDH deck. But after that, I mean, brown decks, which is what they were called, because usually Karn was the only color CDH. Deck and he's on. brown. Yeah. And people call you a piece of shit when you play him. I've never played against one. Really? Yeah. Not as fun as you think it'd be. To play against or to play? Play against. Okay. Or play. I'm not really a fan of colorless decks. Uh, maybe, like, maybe Rise will have the stuff you need, but even putting together a mana base gave me a headache trying to figure it out. So, if you have any good ideas for a colorless EDH deck, or if you have one, email us the list. We'd love to talk about it. Um, for personal reference, or for personal colorless cards that we really like, uh, I know Tom had, especially one that he wanted to mention. Uh, Gate to the a- to the Aether. Uh, this is a card from Mirrodin. From Mirrodin Cycle. Uh, maybe Mirrodin Self. It's Mirrodin. It's Mirrodin Self. Mirrodin Self. And um, this is a card that costs six. Uh, at the beginning of each player's upkeep, they reveal the top card of their library. If it's a creature, enchantment, artifact, or land, they may put that card into play. Um, it's probably going to go very well with your colorless deck. First off, you're not playing Planeswalkers, so you don't have to worry about revealing them, which is the only problem with Gate to the Ether. I know you're helping everybody else in playing this card, but um, you definitely want to play it because you're going to be putting big colorless artifacts into your deck, stuff like Phyrexia and Colossus, and really big things in there. Dark Steel Colossus. Dark Steel Colossus. Spells were the Eldrazi spells are going to be in your deck. It's going to be fun. It's going to be needed in that deck. Anything you can think of? Um, the are the equipments. Sword of Fire and Ice. Sword of Light and Shadow. Boxer Warhammer. Skull Clamp. Yeah, Skull Clamp, maybe. Uh, top definitely should go in. Pilgrims. Does Pilgrims I search for basic land? Yeah. Basic lands. Okay, not Pilgrims I then. That'd it's, be a bad idea. Yeah. But you could play uh, the Expedition map to get a land, to search for any land. Uh, top. Karn can still go in the deck. Um, trying to think. There, there's got to be more. Sculpting Steel. Journeyer's Kite. That searches for basic lands. You can still put basic lands in your deck, no, you, you just can't. don't tap it for anything. No, you can't. All basic lands have tap, add, color, mana symbol to your mana pool. So they tap you probably. Yeah. No, you can't have the mana symbols in your deck. That's why it's hard. Really hard. Yeah. This is what I mean. You, you can't play... Correct me if I'm wrong, and I, I talked to one of my friends about this recently. Shout out to Kellen. Because he was trying to build a deck. The rules for EDH are no card in your deck can have a mana symbol that your general doesn't have. All lands, though it's not written, it's written on some of the old ones, have tap, add the the mana symbol to your mana pool. Wow. You and can play all of the panoramas. Which because they search, they can they can tap for colorless. Oh yeah, you can play all the panoramas. You can play reflecting pool. You can play. No, you can't. Reflecting pool won't tap for anything. All your lands, all your lands make no color. You could play Exotic Orchard, because your opponent's lands make colors. And then your your Exotic Orchard would tap and make nothing. 
I'm really not making a color CDH deck. It gives, see, this is what I mean. It gives me a headache trying to think about it. But I'm sure someone will do it and do it well, and it'll be cool. Kozilek himself is awesome. Like I said, when I first saw Hendo him... Hendo Icebridge. Yeah. When I first saw him... And if it says tap, add any color to your mana pool, it works. Like, the one that makes spirit tokens for your opponents. Forbidden Orchard. Yeah. The, those kind of lands work. Um, I thought, cool, blue decks get a creature. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> I was like, you know what's wrong with Thought Adele? I get up to like 10 mana and I'm drawing cards with uh, flow of ideas. And I mean, before it was Thought Adele had this problem. Now I just search for artifacts and win with Tom Sword of Fire and Ice. But before that, it was, I don't have enough creatures, I can't win. This card can go in any EDH deck, and I think that is extremely important. Unless they go down the road of Ghost Fire and start making colorless cards with colored mana symbols, if all the colorless cards, or some of them, have no colored mana symbols... This, is, this opens up a whole new realm of play for EDH. It definitely does, but speaking of Rise of the Eldrazi, just a little speculation. I think they're definitely going to go the Ghostfire way. I remember loving Ghostfire when it was in Standard because it was able to kill Burns and Forge Tender because it was colorless and it killed it. And that made me happy. So if they reprint it, you know what you can kill? <gasps> Tom is excited because he, he has a, red, a air quotes red spell that kills Core Firewalker. Alrighty, but I think that's enough about Kozilek. Like we've said, he's been talking about quite a bit. So, we're going to move on to teaching people how to play Magic. This is hard. Yeah, pretty hard. Um, I've taught my girlfriend how to play. If you follow us on Twitter, I tweeted about it. I got her an intro pack. Sarah really seems to enjoy it. Um, I mean, I don't... The, it's, it's easier to theoretically teach someone how to play. Like, they understand the card types, they understand the order of a turn, than to actually sit them down at a game and have them play. Now, Tom was teaching Brooke, and uh, later Brooke told us she, air quote, played Yu-Gi-Oh, and she just played it incorrectly. But she had she had had her hands on a trading card game before, which gives you an incredible advantage in terms of learning. But we decided to actually have them play a game against one another. The recording of this is at the end. Bad. Yeah. If you play Magic seriously or competitively or without giggling, uh, this is just going to drive you bonkers. But it's an experience, and that's my phone vibrating. And it was fun. It was definitely fun. I, I know I had fun uh, attempting to teach Brooke how to play. Um, the one problem that we ran into was neither of our decks were really simple to learn. I had Vintage Goblins, which I was thinking, hey, this is going to be simple. It's Red Deck Wings. You play creatures and you attack with them. But not really, because there's a lot of tribal mechanics, which although... The people learning love tribal mechanics. Yeah. It's great. It's like, all my cards love all my other cards. This is great. It's hard keeping track of power and toughness for people who play with lords for the first time. So she wouldn't realize she had a 3-3 three, three when she had a 2-2, two, two, and she wouldn't realize she had a 1-1 one, one when she thought she had a 3-3. Three, three. A lot of things happen there. Um, a lot of goblins that are in that deck have, like, Mud Button Torch Runner. When it dies, it deals 3 damage to our creature player. I, I, I would believe, definitely say, if you're teaching Magic, guys, go with a simple deck. Uh, I would say Mono Green Elves, I think. is Not a, Elves. No, no, no. Wellwisher, Timberwatch Elf? You No. Mono Green, first of all, try to make it one color, and then move into multiple colors. So I would go Mono Green, play stuff like Leatherback, Bayloth, Grizzly yeah, Bears. Yeah, just, just Mono Green Vanilla, almost. You can play yeah. Reach and Flying French Vanilla. Right? <laughs> That's what it is. Um, but don't start with a, a heavy, intensive tribal deck. Like, B-class tribes work really well, because if you have birds, they have flying in common, but unless you're playing the old birds with, like, feather counters, you really don't have to deal with any crazy mechanics. 
Tom did bring out something. He has a goblin matron from an old set that I don't know. It, we're gonna call we're it gonna, Homeland. We're gonna, <laughs> we're gonna, we're gonna, it's say, from Homeland. We're gonna say it's from Homeland. <laughs> um, it has a sword and shield on the, the power of We're gonna get so many hate mail or hate comments because we're doing this. Just, we got, we got yelled at in the comments because we couldn't pronounce Prince Cap, Cap, it's Gerard, Gerard, Gerard. Caspian. Caspian. He has, he has feathered hair. It works. Right, okay, but anyway. The, the important part is it has a sword and a shield where the power and toughness are. If you have any card that's like this, keep it strictly for teaching someone how to play. <laughs> the one with the sword is power, the one with the shield is toughness. To, to seasoned players, it's easy just to know which is which, but to newer players, it's easier to, to forget. Yeah, it's, it's very easy to confuse. There were definitely times where it's stuff like, oh, her 2-3 can kill my 3-3, three, three, and it's like, nope. And she's like, oh, yeah, got to switch to power and toughness. So, I don't know. Teaching players, I I found a sort of fun way to teach. Uh, I think sort of works. Um, I use it just in that you're paying for cards like an investment. Uh, a lot of people love money. I've learned this through my years of living. And um, so uh, I was actually teaching my father how to play, and I basically said, uh, red is dollars, blue is francs, green is Deutschmarks. And just you'd go like that and you – Literally tell them that these five different sources are five different kinds of money. And these money pay for cards. So you have something like Terminate. Well, Terminate costs one dollar and one franc. So the guy's like, oh yeah, it costs a red and a black. And it's an easy way to teach mana costs and how to use certain uh, certain abilities. Uh, I think the one basic thing you have to teach anyone to play Magic is what? Read the cards. Definitely read the cards. There's actually a moment in the beginning of the game that they're playing that um, Sarah plays Hot or Free Blade. And puts a die on it because she, uh, I taught her how to use counters and stuff. And Brooke's like, "What is? What's going on?" And if you just if you, if you read the card, you know what's what. You can kind of use uh, context clues to figure out what the die is for. I don't, I did that little weird arm thing. Like I was on whose line is it anyway? Odd reference. Tom just face palmed. I think I win. I win the day. Um, but yeah, reading the cards is the most important and. Another, just another brief thing I want to say. If you theoretically teach someone how to play, they know what the cards do, they know all of that, having them play a game is vastly different. So that's something you just want to keep an eye on. When you actually sit down and play a game, it's a, it's a little bit different. Tom, Tom's trying to tell me something. Uh, yeah, I was just going to ask Trevor if he wanted to actually do the uh, the Hidden Gems thing today. Oh, uh, that sounds like a plan to me. I'm sure there's a card in there in your th- in your therapy deck. That's definitely a hidden gem. There is something that I want to mention while Tom's finding some hidden gems in his Thraxi deck, and that's Tom and I recorded three of our games on a camera that his dad had because we're in South Florida, so we didn't know if we'd be able to get a camera. We found one and we recorded it, and the quality looked okay. It's not going to be up soon. Because Tom has to wait until he's back in his dorm and has a computer to edit it. But once he's back there, as soon as we get this going, hopefully we'll be able to get more videos online. And once we go up, or once I go back up to UCF, Sally and I are going to record games. We we figured out a, a pretty ridiculous rig, though we have a tripod now, so that should be easier, to record games in the dorm room. And look for some MTG Radio videos coming up soon. If you have any... If you want, like, an EDH tutorial set of videos, I don't know about you, but I'm totally up for that. That's cool with me. Sally and I can do that. 
Meaning then yes, that sounds great, Trevor, that you and Patrick are going to do it by yourselves, and I have no... Real... No, I, I asked... I mean, you could do you could do them too, but... Oh, no, I, I'm just saying, yeah, go right ahead. I don't mind if you do a bunch of work. Oh, okay. It's more in that vein of thought. Um, yeah, no, I... Because I know a lot of people, they're still, they still get a little bit confused when it comes to EDH rules. Like we just did with just using a mana base. Can't yeah. use basics. That yeah. definitely changes the whole entire thing. So I, I think the, the, those are kind of, that's a good idea. Tom's pulling out some hidden gems right now. Uh, while you're pulling those out, do you want me to talk about the, the contest? That sounds like a great idea. Alrighty. Uh, the contest that we're going to have, how long do you want it to be? Uh, three weeks. Two, three weeks. It is card creation. Or a month. How about a month? Just make it a month from today. So April 10th. April 10th. Alright. April 10th We're gonna is going to be when the due date is for this contest. So the contest, um, again, we got a fat pack from Wizards. It has eight packs of Warwick in it. I've been staring at it for the past two weeks, and it needs to go now before I open them all. So uh, we had a contest. There's been a lot of recently leaked uh, Razi Eldrazi art, and um, they featured, well, Eldrazi's, and we figured, hey, we already know that one's going to be a general, I'm pretty sure there's going to be an, a bunch of other generals that are just Razi Eldrazi Eldrazi's that are huge, colorless monsters thingamabobs. So we figured, you know, it seems like a good idea, why don't we make a contest centered around making a colorless Eldrazi general. Right. Well, we were just going to have, we were just going to do make a colorless Eldrazi general. But we figured that, that it's a little too easy. And we already did uh, create a general contest. So we found one of the artworks from Star City Games Facebook. And we threw it up. It's going to be in the show notes. And there'll probably be a link in the show notes as well to it. And um, it's this big purple thing, like kneeling down. It's really cool. You'll see it in the show notes. So if you're listening to this in the car, in the car don't crash. When you go home, hop on GGCast, it'll be up there. And the contest is just, like Tom said, create a general from this piece of art. I mean, create a legendary Eldrazi um, from this piece of art. I would, I myself personally would prefer if it was colorless. Because we're it, pretty sure they're going to be colorless. Right, but the thing is, it can be colorless, like Ghost Fire is colorless. True. There, there's a lot of room to work with colorlessness. Wow. I would have never thought that, like... Four years ago. Yeah. Before, or, like, it could be hybrid colorless, like Reaper King. Or, uh, Beseech the Queen. Or Advice of the Bay. Or 3D. Sure. Or Tower of I'm trying to think. Flame Dragon. I just wanted to save them all. <laughs> it would have bothered me if I didn't, because I'm a very... And there's a cycle. Yeah, I'm a very cycling person. That's that's how I roll. That was a cycle pun. Um, I'm a terrible person in every way. We got listener feedback. <gasps> we did! ET phone home, I thought. Um, I think Tom and I would make this a lot better if we did this as a video podcast, because we just... Our, our obnoxiousness would come through. So, um, there is a listener in Austria? Bulgaria. In Bulgaria. Sorry about that. I'm horrible at geography. I got a C+. Plus. He's from America. Of course he's... <laughs> come on. We're both horrible at geography. Okay, so uh, we're both horrible at geography, but we got a really cool email from Bulgaria. It's by a, um, an individual named Gijo Gollum. Gollum. I'm terribly sorry. I can barely speak English, let alone any other language. It's oh wow, it is Gollum. Holy, this awesome last name, much? Yeah, awesome last name, much. It's a Gijo Gollum, and um, he sent us a really nice email. Uh, Trevor can yeah 
The email, I have it up on my phone right now. It was, he was just saying... Oh, you have it up on your phone? Yeah, because I have a droid and I'm awesome. Uh, that he has a bunch of different EDH decks, Captain Cissé, Safi, Koresh. And he was saying that another anti-group hug deck could be uh, Karavek the Merciless. Uh, great card, actually. Yeah, so a bunch of different nonsense going on there. You could play, like, Wound Reflections, Spiteful Visions. That, that's some mean. And he says he will write again. Dreams. And that uh, he likes our podcast, which I think is cool. Yeah, we're just happy he's from Bulgaria. Like, what the hell, man? Why are you listening to us in Bulgaria? Because we're awesome? Um, <laughs> yeah. He, he also said that there were few EDH podcasts. And, I mean, besides Summon Elder Dragon, which is only on once in, like, a blue moon. Yeah. Which uh, is at once every two months, by the way. It is? No, cool. Once every two or three. Yeah. We're, we try to we try to stay on top of our game. We know this podcast is a little late. Usually, try to get our episodes up on Tuesday. But, but it's spring break. Yeah, we're at the beach, and no, we're not. <laughs> we're not. I can't even keep that one. No, we're just hanging out with our friends. So, and the setup is different. Like I said, we're just recording this directly onto my computer as opposed to Skype. yeah. After this, I'm going to be going home and going onto the one laptop we have in my house. I'm well. I'm sort of moving up to Spring Hill. Um, it's northwest of the Tampa Bay area, about 36 minutes. If you live in Spring Hill, let me know. Because, god damn it, there isn't a card shop there. The only place that sells magic is Target. So I'm kind of screwed unless I drive 36 minutes to Armada Games. He timed it. I timed it. And I sort of don't want to do that every Thursday. So, hey, if you live in Spring Hill or in the Wikiwachi area, it's a real place, the Wikiwachi area, and you know of a place where I can play magic, I will hug you. You're, you're going to get an email from some, like, big hairy smelly guy. <laughs> we come to my basement. We can play magic. <laughs> you can play with my magical cards. We also got an email from <laughs> someone there more ridiculous and we're in the same room. He's flipping me off right now. Uh, we also got an email from... Oh, no, Robbie. Where's the other email? We have another one. That one's from Bulgaria. We have an email from Germany that I'm trying to find. We do? Yeah. Cool. Well, besides the email from Germany, um, actually, we are going to have to wait for the email from Germany before we do Hidden Gems, and then... That's it. That's it. Uh, yeah. We do Hidden Gems right now. Sure. So, um, Hidden Gems, uh, we started this last podcast. I think we should try and carry it through. We might start running out and start going to cards that you, like, that aren't Hidden Gems, like Soren Markov, and we're just mentioning them because they have a really cool interaction. But uh, right now, we've still got some that are... Kind of hidden, kind of just stuff you don't really figure playing in EDH and stuff that you definitely should. So the first one I want to talk about is Skeletal Scrying. Uh, it's instant speed card draw for black. Kind of good. Uh, it's Skeletal Scrying. It costs X and a black. It's an instant. It looks like it's from Odyssey. Um, as an additional cost to play Skeletal Scrying, remove X cards in your graveyard from the game. You draw X cards and you lose X life. Uh, this card's great. I've done it at the end of people's turns, drawn five cards, lost five life. Um, it's definitely worth it when you need the cards, you need the cards. Sometimes you literally cycle it for a card and you lose a life. Um, it's not a, the best way to play it. But not the works. best way to play it, but it still works. Most important part is that it's an instant, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, the, um, the other card that we got, or the other email we got, sorry, was the Ashling deck. Pedro? Pedro Carvalho? What's from Germany? Oh, yeah, that was so from Germany. The, um... Crazy, ridiculous red deck that we talked about last week. He was from Germany. So, 
Tom and I, like we said, are from America, and we don't get out much. We don't travel very often. So I've been to the Bahamas and Jamaica and Panama and Cozumel, so I'm more worldly traveled than you, man. I've been up the east coast of the United States. My girlfriend's been to France. Um, <laughs> the next card, this isn't really a hidden gem, I wouldn't say, but it's, it's a good card for EDH. It's Pithing Needle. One mana, it's originally from, I want to say Ravnica. Are you sure Ravnica? It looks like he's from Kamigawa. That's where it's from. Thank you, Tom. I didn't play then because I like magic. Um, it's a one mana colorless. It's an artifact. Um, as Pithing Needle enters the battlefield, name a card. Activated abilities of sources with the chosen name can't be activated unless they're mana abilities. It's amazing. It can disable planeswalkers. It can. It's just an all around good card. And if you have bounce effects, it makes it even better. Definitely. So like, once you remove the threat, it gets off the board. Great against cards that love to de- great great against decks that love to abuse equipment. I know uh, all you have to do is pithy needle a sword of fire and ice, and when it's out, you sort of feel great. Uh, it's definitely an all around answer to a lot of things. It even stops story circle, so it's definitely a great card. The next card I want to talk about is Stigma Latcher. Uh, this costs a red and a red. It's an elemental shaman from Eventide. And it was one of my favorite cards in my red deck, Wings deck, and I decided to put it into the Brown deck to see how it would do, and it's been working amazingly well. Uh, it has a fun ability. It's for two red, it's for red red, it's a, it has Wither, this creature deals damage to creature in the form negative one, negative one counters, and whenever Stigma Lash deals damage to a player, that player can't gain life for the rest of the game. This is crazy important. Sometimes you want to blaze away for this guy, just so we can hit that guy who's going to be gaining 30 life a turn, and then he stops. <laughs> yeah, with Thopter Foundry Combo. With Thopter Foundry Combo, stuff like that. It's definitely a good card to have in red decks. If you're playing a all-red deck, then you're definitely going to want to play it. Um, I find it's a fun card. Uh, I love playing it. I love when people see it hit the board, and they realize they're not playing anything till turn four. They just go, oh, well, I guess I'm not gaining any more life. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the next card that Tom made out for me was False Prophet, 2-2 two two white. He's a 2-2 two two, uh, creature cleric uh, from chemistry. <laughs> his, his symbol's a beaker. I think it's Urza's Saga. I think so. Uh, when False Prophet is put into a graveyard from play, remove all creatures from the game. It's great with Revelark, great with Karmic Guide. The most important part is with Revelark because it has two power. Uh, one of my favorite things to do is to, uh, to have False Prophet hit the graveyard then everything else gets removed from the game, and then you can just bring them back with Rebel Arc. So it's a fun card to use, and I know I'm a very big fan. Yeah, I like it. He also exiles, which is a really, really awesome thing for for EDH, because recursion is everywhere. Busted. Yeah. Also great against allied decks. Hey. Just mentioning. Uh, The next card I want to talk about is Sudden Spoiling. Uh, This is from Time Spiral. It's for one black black. It's an instant in a split second. Gotta love split-second spells. We've talked about it before. Crazy important. Um, creatures target player controls becomes 0-2 and lose all abilities until end of turn. This card is amazing when someone's all-outing you, and you just want to get rid of one guy or two guys, and you have one creature on the board, and you are going to lose. You play Sudden Spoiling, kill their best creature with your one blocker, and just sort of sit back there and smile. Um, sudden Spoiling... Also really good when you're trying to kill, like, two creatures and you want to use Chain Reaction. So, sort of using too much mana to play Chain Reaction, but uh, Sudden Spoiling 
all, all around good card. Yeah, also split second is really good. So, um, the next card that I have is World Queller. He's a rare from Zendikar. Three and two white for a four four. At the beginning of your upkeep, you may choose a card type. If you do, um, each player sacrifices a permanent of that type. Uh, it's really good. You can play around it, so you can hold artifacts or enchantments in your hand if you know your opponents have more of them. And he, he gets, kills planeswalkers. Yeah, and he kills planeswalkers. And I, I mean, he's just all around a good card. You may, he it's sacrifice, so it destroys indestructible things. And I like him a lot. He's really good. Great multiplayer. Yeah, because he affects everybody. Mm-hmm. Next card is a card that is grievously underplayed. And that's Blinding Angel. It costs three white-white. It's an angel. Uh, I have it from 8th edition. So it has a white border. Which yeah, I'm sad about. <laughs> but um, I really don't know what set it's from. But uh, whenever Blinding Angel... It's flying. It's a flying 2-4. Whenever Blinding Angel deals combat damage to a player, that player skips his or her next combat phase. This card has saved me in so many matches. There's always that guy who just has a boatload of creatures out. Because he's just playing, like, sapperlings and just all day just sitting there. Then you hit him with Blinding Angel and he can't attack anymore. Like, for the next turn, then the next turn, then the next turn. And it gets ridiculous after a while. Taking away someone's combat phase is one of the best things you can do. But what's better than that is playing with Hillary Clinton. Um, so this card, we call it Hillary Clinton. That's because when you're at Grand Prix Tampa... The woman, the person who signed the cards at one of the booths, I don't know her name. We didn't get her name. I don't even know what the booth was. I, I would love to because I would totally give it a shout out because they were really cool. But it's a signed foil mother of runes. What? Which she said, look at this card and tell me it doesn't look like Hillary Clinton. And now every time I look at this card, I just feel kind of awkward because it looks like Hillary Clinton. <laughs> I love tapping and saying you're never going to tap anything ever again. Oh. One mana, one one. It's one white mana, it's a one one. Summon cleric, it's an uncommon. Yeah. Tap, target creature you control gains protection from a color of your choice until end of turn. This card's so awesome. So awesome. I don't even know how much more I have to say about it. It's just, it's really all around a fantastic card. People have to play around it. You have to use, you have to waste two kill spells sometimes, maybe even. You have to waste two kill spells at the least, and they have to be different colors. So if you try and terminate my guy, I'm just going to go protect from black, and then you can't use a terror in your hand. Um, it's definitely a great, great, great card. Gets around a lot of things. and ends up making it a very defensive, but fun game for you, because your stuff isn't dying. It's great at protecting your general. So I completely agree. Five thumbs up. Yeah, five, because Tom and I both have two. We have two each. And then she's drinking coffee, so we're assuming... One of her thumbs is up. Because coffee is awesome. Definitely awesome. All right, there is one more thing that I want to say before we wrap this up. Or two more things, actually. First off, I've been tweeting about this, and we haven't gotten too much replies because I'm on Twitter at the oddest times. But what would you guys, what would our listeners think of an MTG Radio Facebook group? We don't have one yet, but I'm thinking, I mean, if enough people... It's kind of simple to set up. Yeah, it's really simple to make, and if enough people want it and would join it, it's just another way for your us to get feedback from you guys and tell us what to do better so if you're on facebook and you don't use twitter or you whatever the case may be if you want another way to contact us besides email twitter mtg cast smoke signals and carrier pigeon you want us to make a facebook group just let us know if i get even a handful of responses i'll i'll definitely make one like like we said it's not it's not difficult and other than that um after this 
we're going to have the clip of, it's about 20 minutes, of Sarah and Brooke playing their very first game of Magic. So, just fair warning, it's very giggly, it's very headache-inducing-ish. Um, if you don't want to listen to it, feel free not to, but it, it was all around good, it was good fun for us, so we hope the fun comes across in the audio. Definitely do. Um, I think something necessary to mention is that Brooke is apparently, doesn't think she's cute, and this comes up in the podcast randomly. Oh yeah. You see, it does. It does a lot. Brooke is Brooke keeps denying the fact that she's good looking, and my girlfriend keeps insisting that she is. So there's argument between the two of them. It's just a bit weird. Let's put it that way. We we try to stay at least a little bit magic relevant. Let's I'll also mention that. But there there is some cursing. So if you're at work, it might yeah. It's, it's not entirely safe for work. There's a random cowbell, and we don't know why. It's like Christopher Walken just ran in here, went. And then left. Yeah, but we just figured we wanted to keep in touch with you guys. We wanted to get this podcast up and get it going. Yeah. Sorry if it's not the best structured or even the best podcast we've ever done. But uh, we were just happy to get it out there. Yeah. So, alrighty, for episode 28 of MTG Radio, this is Trevor. And this is Tom. And thanks for tuning in. Remember to stay tuned for the clip from us teaching how to play. Segway. Segways are cool. <laughs> no segments are not cool, man. Episode 28-ish of MTG Radio. This is Trevor. And this is Tom. Introduce yourselves. And we have two lovely ladies with us. Hi, I'm Sarah. Hello, Brooke. <laughs> they're, they're actually legitimately embarrassed. Um, <laughs> Shut up. It's kind of cute. It's Just excited. Brooke's the cutest. She's the cute one. Oh god, I'm gonna have to shoot the mic. <laughs> no, it's okay. We'll be serious. Sarah is the girlfriend that I've spoken of before. I don't. I've referred You've to. You've spoken to me? Yes, I have. Aww. They're kissing, by the way. It's completely disgusting. <laughs> I, by disgusting, I mean cute. Oh, Trevor. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and we just went to PG 13. This podcast is somewhat not safe for work. Oh, this is going to sound either a whole lot better or a whole lot worse than the norm, because we're not recording it on Skype. No, we're recording it straight through Audacity, which is fine. It um, should be better. So, uh... This is our first time playing, everyone. Ever. Yeah, exactly. Ever. ever. Like, so, we just learned how to play it 15 minutes ago. Right now. So Trevor and I have just tried to teach... That's I know I tried to teach Brooke, but Trevor tried to teach his girlfriend how to play magic. Yes. So, here's basically... <laughs> okay, so, Brooke has a vintage Goblins deck, guys. It's playing four Goblin Grenades. And she's um, playing? Yeah. Sarah's playing a Mono White Weenie deck. It's kind of like the deck from States. They're so adorable. <laughs> <laughs> I can't... I can't oh, even... <laughs> I feel, I feel like our listeners are going to think this is set up, like they're acting this way because of, to exaggerate it. A white weenie deck? No, we love white weenie deck. I can't be mad. How many go to a tournament and be serious? This is about white weenie deck. Don't mess with me. Trevor, this is the best idea we've ever had. I agree. Can you be on every phone? Ember? Alright, um, so yeah, that's... I really don't have much more to say than that. Well, if if anyone's interested, we can put no, the deck list. No, mine's vintage. No, I, I, I like my deck list for goblins. I don't think it's complete. I'm never going to say it's complete. It, it doesn't have the M10. It, it yeah. doesn't have the M10 lords. 
But uh, it's still a really competitive deck. I like it. It's going to get blown up by Trevor's, who's just about ten times more complicated. Yeah, the, the we'll probably post the deck lists, like like I was saying. But uh, but then again, my player is ten times better than your player, Trevor. I disagree. Oh, really? You do? I do. Well, mine's cuter, so what's up? Oh. He just called you Peter. He agreed. That's not even true! I think we should have to post pictures of them online. I That's think, a horrible idea. I think Rick is the cutest. Rick is the cutest. I completely agree. Anyway, let's get back to magic. Okay, so uh, we, again, we just tried to teach these guys how to play. They're girls. I know they're girls. I say, guys, the general term. You can generally... Screw no. you. Anyways. Uh, so, okay, so this is the first turn, and Brooke, what do we do first turn? Well, what do you do before you start? Okay. Yeah. Never start yet. Beginning of a game, what do you do? You can say it out loud. I know, I don't, I'm yeah, not it's, under it's, pressure. It's right. Draw seven cards. That was That's perfect. Go, it's like go draw fish. seven cards. It's like go fish, apparently. One, two, three, four. Wait, I'll <laughs> <laughs> Alright, let's seven. see how many you actually have. I didn't. Half of them are backwards. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Yes! Yeah, okay, yeah, we drew seven cards. How about you? Yep, I, I, think I did. believe Sarah drew seven cards. Okay, so uh, put them down like that. They think they're not supposed to leave them. She wasn't laughing. So for some fun, guys, we're gonna roll some die to see who goes first. Uh, in the meantime, Look. yeah, you didn't draw five. And now you roll this. Damn it! Six. So that just backfired. Roll. Interference, man! Interference! What is this? What? <laughs> what? Low roll. We go first. No. Yes. <laughs> I love that rule. Can I know. Yes. Okay, so apparently they really like Trevor's deep announcer voice. <laughs> it was so cute. Oh god. All all we need is for a cat to go by and we have to talk about it and we're an atypical magic podcast. <laughs> yeah. No. Where's the kitties? Kitty! <laughs> this is gonna either be awful or amazing. <laughs> Trevor, can't talk about it. Okay, so uh, Sarah's going first, so we get to sit back and watch her, just like stare deeply into her eyes. Oh, please don't. Okay. Okay. So, um, so what you First. Come on. What do you do? What do you? I don't are, drop. Are, are you Are you sure? I'm, I don't drop first right, because oh, I already uh, picked up my cards. Okay. Are you, sure, to, are you sure about? I'm sure. Just ignore them. I'm sure. <laughs> I have to put that down. They're kind of joking. Oh, you don't exist. She I played that land. down. I played a land. Now I'm done. No, you're not. Look at your hand. She's not gonna call. In the what? meantime, you want to look at your hand to see what you have, also. Yeah, that's, that's a good idea. All right, so what is that? Well, okay, I'll just put that down. You can. So okay. You have two lands. Okay, I just I just tapped something, guys. No. You don't. What'd you play? I played Hada Freelaid. It's okay for those of you who don't know, which is very possible. It's a uh, World Wake uh, common. Uncommon. Uncommon. Oh, he has a big good. Uncommon from World Wake. He's a Zero one ally comes into play, put a plus one plus one counter on him. If another ally comes into play, you put another plus one plus one counter on him. He costs one white. It's it's okay. It's, it's, it's a, it's because a, mine says it's plus one plus one, mm-hmm. so I put a dice on it so that you know that it adds because it says so. Oh. Like like Tom said when he taught you, read the cards. That's yeah. the most important part. So if you don't understand any of them, just read them. And now you're done. Okay. And now I'm done. so now it's your turn. So because it's your turn, you're gonna untap. Then you're going to upkeep, and then you're going to draw a card. Yes, draw a card. Perfect. Yay. All right, and we drew a hybrid card. I haven't explained this yet. Aww. <laughs> okay. It has owls on your. Oh, no, no, no. no, those are those are <laughs> goblins. Those are bogarts. 
in the hey, random game. Yeah, really what are you talking about? Anyways, Cover. so here, we're going to explain I'm hybrid sorry. cards real quick. So this means that it can be played with a red or a green, but it still only costs three. I've never seen a green Well, this is... I've seen red. I know. <laughs> she, she's Why only seen red. red. She's an atypical red player. This is great. Brooke can play redneck wins! <laughs> Okay, okay, so this is the beginning of your first turn. Yes, what do you do? She knows what haste is. What, bitch? Do you know what haste is? Oh, oh, oh. oh, that's unfortunate. Hey, Trevor! That's unfortunate. Oh, that's right. It's the haste thing, so it doesn't have the haste thing. Oh, no, 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 I don't know what super haste is, so it's not that important. She doesn't need your negativity, motherfucker. Anyways. Oh. Beep. That's good sign language. Beep. Oh, we have to. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Beep in sign language. <laughs> okay, so. Brooke still has yet to time? play a land. Play something. Main phase one. Hmm? Okay, so it's your main phase one. What are you going to do? She's Yay. gonna put down a land. She says she's gonna this put down a land. This one's prettiest. All right, cool. And then look at your hand. Is there anything you can play for one red mana? Yes. All right. You should totally play him then. Maybe. Yeah, it's on that one. Okay. So she's going to play a goblin sledder. A what? Goblin sledder. <laughs> it costs oh, one red. He's got spikes all over him, and he looks kind of weird. Okay, uh, I like. I like oh, this Odyssey. No, yeah, in case anyone, in case anyone doesn't know, Goblin Slutter is a one red mana common from uh, onslaught. Onslaught. Um, it's a one one. It's a sacrifice a goblin. Target creature gets plus one plus one until end of turn. And he himself is a goblin and sleds on other goblins. Sarah just bit Trevor's shoulder. That wasn't. That's why this it is an audio like podcast. Bad. And, okay, so you played your Goblin Slayer. This is the end of your main phase one. Can you do anything else this turn? She's right. Can't do anything else. we got to pass it back. What do you do at the beginning of your turn? I have to untap. Well, go you for sounded it. so excited about that. <laughs> okay, so in the meantime, you know how you've only attacked before? Okay, okay so I untap, and now I draw. You can block, too. Oh, that's pretty. That would have helped. Can I show Okay, no. yeah. so when she attacks, you, it's going to be a 1 2. You know how you guys have one power, one toughness? Yes, one power, and two toughness. Yeah. So if your guy blocks okay. him, what happens? Wait, wait, wait. I have to land. I already know how to land. Alright, does he die? Yeah, I do. Okay. He has okay. one power, and two toughness. No, he doesn't. Perfect. Two. So are you blocking? Uh, Sarah played a land right. for the turn. Her so land I'm was Tectonic Edge. I'm be losing. That's because right. I have yet to make this deck good for a new player and. Uh, I play Tectonic Age. This is a nervous making game. We're also playing Goblins over here, so... Oh yeah, but that's not, like, that's not a hard deck to learn when you're playing stuff like Arms no, Dealer and Bugger Ram Gang, which has Haste and Wither and has Goblin Grenade Trevor. Oh yeah, Goblins is hard to learn. I can do this Wither. and I can do, I can do this and I can do this, but I can't oh, do any of these. No, it's not a hard deck to learn. So when you're playing. Really? I thought I had the easy one. It's kind of easy, but it's got a lot of random things like... So should I put this down? Yes, sir. No. Okay. So okay. in the meantime, I'm just call my girlfriend, sir. He just said that was really gross. Okay. You had Tom was fucking with you. Dude, we're doing a project. We're doing a project right now. Yeah, Dad. I have a project that I'm doing. I'm just mentioning it's what? nine ten. So you missed Big Bang Theory. It's on at nine thirty. Nine thirty. Uh, Sarah played, he, she tapped her planes and tectonic edge and played honor of the pier. And this is an enchantment, so this gets one, one. one plus one. So it's, okay. it's one two. 
No. Oh wait, no, 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 no. It's two to three. Okay. Two to three. Now I do combat step. Okay. All you have to do is say more than like a move. Combat step. Now. Alright, so it's a combat step. And now, okay. Attack. No, don't do it, don't do it! No, you can't. No, no, that's already on. Can't, can't attack with the enchantment. She's just... Sorry. She just, <laughs> she just tapped Honor of the Pure. I just wanted to tap things. She still has a lot to learn. Okay, so she things? just attacked with that. a 2-3. What? Wow. <laughs> 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 oh, God. Oh, there's so many chunks we've been cut out. No, don't no. I'm really deciding on cutting out anything in this podcast. Okay. Oh, so, no. Podcast? I yeah. do a podcast. This is not a cod piece. Anyway. <laughs> what? So she just attacked with a 2-3. You have your 1-1 Goblin Slayer. What's the good idea in this situation? What do you think you should do? You can block. Right. Do you want to block? Right. This guy will die and he won't die. So do you want to block? No. Right. You don't want to block. Perfect. We decide not to block and we take 2 and go to 18. So Brooke is now at 18, and no, Sarah is still at 20. No, wait, I'm not that decision either. <laughs> I'm at 20, you're at 18. Bitch. I'm sorry, I love you. It's, 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 oh. Are you done? Wait, but then what if I blocked? Then what happened? What if you blocked, done? if you had blocked, you'd be at 20, but you'd lose your creature. And that's sort of a bad thing. In oh, deck. really? I'd yeah. rather be at 18 than lose my creature? In this deck right now, yes. I don't even know. Good job playing a janky okay. white deck that deals two damage on turn two. Not bad. janky. Your face is janky. <laughs> Moving on, I believe Sarah's finished her turn, Brooke. Okay, so it's your turn. So you at the beginning of your turn? Untap stuff. Oh, yeah. Remember how happy she was on tap oh, stuff? I remember. Untap! You, you don't have to say untap. Dude, I said it was before I. I just... Okay, so we get to untap our stuff and draw. Yeah, man. Woohoo! I love Shut up. Okay, so now it's your main phase one. What are you, you going to do? Every single turn you get to play a. Land. Right, land. Woo! So we played a land, Woo! right? Yeah. This one's pretty. It is pretty. It's not the John Avon land. We we already had a discussion about John Avon lands being pretty. That's like the second thing you have to learn in Magic. All right. So now let's look through your hand again. Do you have anything that costs two? No. Everything is Goblin Grenade. I'm glad you don't know what Goblin Grenade is. Shut up! <laughs> no. Don't tell her. Don't tell her. Don't tell him. He's. <laughs> He's lying to you. He's lying to you. Lies. I don't know what that means. Do I hear Big Bang Theory? Is that what's going on right now? Yeah, oh, Big Bang Theory. Uh, that's what we're doing, guys. Okay. That's all. Okay. <clears throat> so, um, anyways. Uh-huh. Oh, big, it's a show. It's a show. I know that. I don't know It's about, like, these four nerds, and they get some really hot girl moving next door, and they all want to have sex. Really? really? Is that what it's about? No, it's Kinda. not. It's a nerdy show. Um, Brooke, are you done with your turn? You should be done with uh, your turn to watch a show. Yeah, actually, you kind of are. Well, wait. You done? No, let her decide. Are you done? Okay, so you have things you could play, right? You have that. You have that. You should totally read what they do and decide what you want to do this turn. What? He's reading all that anyway, so I know what it is. So no, you don't. I do. Come on, let's do it. That was weird sounding. I got seconds. Come on. What is all this? Going on here. What's what's this? Okay, so you know this is the interwebs. Yeah. All right, so you can you can pay one red to play this. You would sacrifice a goblin to then have this card deal five damage to either to anything to a creature, a player, yourself. Yes, like a lot. Why myself? I would do it. Because you want attention. I don't know. 
here in Mexico. That's a really stupid idea. <laughs> I know it's a stupid idea. That's why Would you're anyone do, do that? It. I've done it before. When I was losing. And there wasn't okay. a reason to play anymore. Haha, like, oh, uh-huh, I'm killing myself. That's what I did before. So anyways, so would you like to pay a red to play your goblin grenade, sacrifice this dude, and kill him? Yeah. You want to do that? Alright. Yeah. <laughs> it's totally your decision. Yeah. Okay, so, <laughs> Brooke decides to play Goblin Grenade. It's a great card that I was lucky to get a trade for. Uh, she sacrifices her Goblin Sledder to the uh, Goblin Grenade. You have to. But this way you get to kill the 2-3, oh, which your 1-1 wouldn't have been able to kill anyways. That was and, totally unsympathetic. <laughs> and then, because you can't do anything else this turn, we're going to pass it back. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, you just told her then. Yeah, what, what, are you t- what is that? She knows what to do. I know what to do. Go ahead. What came before your draw step? A kiss. Does it go like upkeep? No. Yes. No. Aww. Okay. What can you play? Um be weird because more guys play magic than girls. Yeah, I don't want I don't want her kissing strange. <laughs> no, it'd just be weird because random men would have to kiss you after your upkeep. <laughs> That's just weird. <laughs> That's why we call that. Patrick Sally. <laughs> Whoa! That's a really good oh! We got to actually high five! Dude, that was so cool. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. For background, we've been internet high fiving for the past 27 episodes. We got to finally actually high five. That was so cool. Once more time with feeling. Aww. I just. Can we high five? Can we have five? Yeah! You totally. You kiss. You'll never get to see that, Trevor. You'll never get to see that ever. Ever. Hey, hey, high five me. High five. Oh, wait. High five, I mean actual high five. I'm not kidding. Wait, one more. In front of Trevor, because Trevor is never going to get to see that. Okay. Okay. What do you want to play? Okay. Okay. I want to play a thing. Okay. In the meantime. No, that was great. No, actually, you've been playing. Okay. Okay. Next turn, what do you think you want to do? There's nothing to do this time. Uh, okay, so I'm gonna play this. Yeah. You try right. the code. That's perfect. Yeah. And then how much land are you gonna have? Okay. Available? Pass turn, Brooke. Brooke, 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 Brooke. So it's your turn. Just in, just in case the listeners are wondering if this even gets posted on the interwebs. Yeah, which it will. Which it will. <laughs> um, Sarah just tapped her tectonic edge to play Trusty Machete. Trusty Machete is a world weight uncommon. One mana. Zendikar uncommon. Oh, Zendikar uncommon, sorry. One mana, equipped creature gets plus two plus one, the equip cost is two. So, what do you do at the beginning of every single turn? Yeah. Yeah, untap. Untap! Untap, then you have a random ass upkeep step, and then you... Kiss. (laughs) (laughs) And you draw. Yeah, yeah. You draw. Alright. So, main phase one. What do you plan on doing? Yeah, put it on your mountain. That sounds great. Alright, we have three mountains in play. Uh, And you can play... Two different types this turn. You can play him, you can play him. Ooh, one shiny. Now remember, one of these guys has haste, and one of them is a 3-3, three, three, and one of them's gonna bash her face to leave. No, just him. So which one would you like to play? Arms Dealer or Barbie Grand Game? Even though Arms Dealer is shiny. Yeah, she has, she doesn't have a creature to block. Yeah, that's right. You should play the Barbie Grand Game. <clears throat> So we're going to pay three red mana to play our Boggart Ram Gang. Yeah. Alright, so now we're going to exit our main phase one step and go into our attack step, right? And now you have to yeah. do it. And, and then we're going to attack. Nope, she has a response to entering your combat step. Yeah, Bullshit, you, you put past the exile in a beginning step. 
Alright, so what just happened in case, just to make things more understandable for everyone who's listening, Rook played Bogart Ram Gang, entered her combat step. And then Sarah said, Pacha! And played Path to Exile. Okay, so in case you're wondering, just. That's the pretty one that I was talking about. They have shoes that had that art on them. Right. And if they were in $90, I would have bought the Path to Exile shoes. I, I love the I like the uh, Swamp Walk shoes. Yeah, Swamp Walk shoes I think are really cool. They were really understated as a magic design, but I felt they looked really cool. I love the packs. I love the packs. Swamp walkers all the way. Anyways, so what this is going to do is it's going to remove your bug at Ram Gang from the game. No! Yeah, which means that it doesn't even get to go here. Then I should have used this dude. Well, you no, didn't, you didn't you, know. You didn't know this was going to happen. You didn't know that I was going to be so bad. Okay, but here's the other thing. When she plays it, the first part, remove the target creature from the game. So she removed him from the game. But... You can search your library for a basic land card and put oh. that card in the play tapped. Can I have a different one from the mountain? I always get mountains. Well, you don't, you, this deck only has mountains. Oh, okay. You can have one well, of them. Yeah, you can choose whichever one you want, though. Okay, while you're choosing your land, we're passing. Yeah. Okay. Then you're turning on tap. On tap. Hopkeep. What Hopkeep. do you need next? Kissing. I like the one of those. After that? Um, don't, don't do the kissing thing if your boyfriend is I wonder your life. Okay. <laughs> Just saying. I mean, you can do it if you're playing Brook, but that's a different story. Trevor, stop Not trying to get the two girls a kiss. No, I wasn't even saying I was here. I was just saying in general. Uh, this would be an Orlando. Right. No. You like that one? All right, cool. Okay. We put a Zoltan Boris and oh, oh, Gabriel right. okay. We met them. Wait, I have to. Yeah, we did meet them. Hi, Zoltan. Who? Zoltan Boris and Gabor Zixai. Yeah, that's right. Who? Who? Who drew it? Yeah. She didn't know. I knew. No, that's, that's their name. It's the artists for that card. That's what I'm saying. You're not naming children in the future because you'd name them that. No, I would not name my children Zoltan Boris and Gabor Zixai. All right, what are you going to do now? Okay. So Trevor just got well, shot down on kids he doesn't even have. Okay, so yeah, uh, this one it comes into play tap, so it comes. How can you do? Yeah. Okay. What you're gonna do? So the next one we're gonna have now. What's what to do when it comes into play? Yeah. Uh, Sarah drew a mount. Or pardon me, Sarah drew a planes put into play, and then she played Kazandu Blademaster, which is a one-one with first dragon vigilance. When it or another ally comes into play, put a one-one counter on it. It's a Zendikar uncommon. <laughs> so he just played. She just played a really good card as first person. All right, so cool. Oh yeah, it has a one-one counter on it. That's He's a three-three. Cool. So we're just gonna say, excited. yeah, pass. We're just gonna say I they're pass. gonna say pass. We're gonna untap. Yeah. And we're gonna draw. Heart of the cards. Heart of the cards. Heart of the cards. That was a heart of the cards moment right there. All right, so we just drew a card that you're going to play. What's it called? Mob War Marshal. We just Did drew, I pronounce that correctly? Yeah, perfectly. We just we just drew Mob War Marshal. So how much does he cost? Two. Perfect. Gonna play him. Yay. All right. So now we should definitely read him. He has an echo cost of one to red. He's a common from Time Spiral. Uh, this means at the beginning of your upkeep next turn, uh, you have to sacrifice it unless you pay one to red again. But the next part is the best part. Whenever he comes into play or is put into a graveyard. You may put a 1-1 one, one red goblin creature token into play. So this guy right here... He's one of your die. He's one of your die. From the graveyard? No, no, no. no, no, no. no. You, just, you just get one. So, oh. boom, he comes with a friend. Cool. That's right. good. How many cards do you have in hand, Sarah? Dose. Dose? Sounds good. All right. So, here's what we're going to do. Do you see how you have another goblin grenade in hand? And you know how it does five damage? That guy right there. The one with the guy who's like leaping over something with a bomb on his back? That's a goblin grenade. So, what we're going to do 
is you know how this guy is like all when he goes into the graveyard get another one one. Mm -hmm. All right. So what would be the best play? He has a three three over here. All your guys are one ones, and this is gonna make you sacrifice a goblin and deal five damage or something. What should you do? Right. So you want to kill the Kazandu blade mess with the goblin grenade. Yeah. So how do you do that? Wait, I have to. Pay. Right, you have to pay for it. So. Taps a mountain, plays a goblin grenade. Now, which goblin do you sack? Do you sacrifice it? Now, why? Now, why would you sacrifice this guy? Read him again. Get. Get. And he goes into the graveyard because you sacrifice him. So by actually sacrificing him, you're going to have two goblins as well. And you're going, yeah, and you're going to kill him. Yo, you're dead. Yeah, so she just played goblin grenade. Got another one, one, and is going to say pass, Mofo. Okay. First thing so, you do. First thing you do is untap. Second thing you do. Happy. Third thing you do. Kiss. Fourth thing you do. <laughs> <laughs> My girlfriend's actually going to think the kiss is part of the the steps for a magic game. It kind of is. It's the best part. Um, it's the best thing. The best part of waking up is folding <laughs> Sarah just played Day of Judgment. It's really shiny. It's the box promo Day of Judgment. Really so it also shiny. has the really freaking emo thing on it. Oh, they both do. So my name is Sora Markup, and I like crumbling souls and black and yeah. eyeliner. So oh. she totally oh, just but she's so cute. I'm sorry. Dude, you just want to just smile. I'll keep this in the world. I don't. My girl. Thanks, Lisa, for everything. Are you recording a magic podcast or porn? <laughs> <laughs> You'd like that, wouldn't you, Trevor? He would like that. Hmm. 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 Think about it. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, so she ended her turn. My only thing, because I'm not reading. She ended her turn by killing everything. No, no strawing. Put it back. Hey. It's the middle of the day. Put it back. Put it back, bitch. Uh, it's your turn. High five. Okay, so it's your turn. What do you do at the beginning of your turn? Perfect. Then what do you do after that? Draw. Yes. Again, perfect. I'm so right. Not deeply kissed for three seconds. Sorry. Oh, guess what you just drew? That guy. He's cool, right? He's awesome. Alright, so we're going to play him? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So we just drew a Goblin Warchief. Beat that. What's up? No, that was totally deserved. Brooke gets really ghetto when she plays that. <laughs> she does. She turns into like a strong boy. Stop it. No, I, no, I don't. I'm. Brooke, we. We don't think this. Shut up. I don't care what it Trevor, is. Trevor, I don't need really? your negativity. Get out of here. I'm thinking. Oh, that's bullshit. Dude, I gotta teach her protection too. Stop. Anyway, I think when Sarah resolves that, the game should just go to her. Kind of. So, <laughs> but I, so wait a perfect. second. I, 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 so, oh, I, I would just like to tell them, Brooke just said my deck is perfect. No, oh. she said. Believe what you will. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> that was odd. So, anyways, let's pretend Trevor didn't just. Wait, is that a sexual? <laughs> I didn't understand. I didn't either. <laughs> I didn't get into you I, I, I could look on his face and look like that's Trevor's face when he. It's making sexual funny, sexual things that I don't understand, and 
That's what's going on. What are you, what are you doing? He lost his phone. My phone that's is the, vibrating that's somewhere. That's what you get. His, okay. Anyway, it's right there. That was my phone. Really it's not, weird. It's not my phone. It's Could my phone. phone. It's, it's my phone. I don't have a fancy phone. Okay. My phone's not vibrating. I'm just hearing vibration then. Okay. Okay. Brooke. So Brooke. You have five minutes to finish this game because the game comes on. Anyways, so you just drew that cool, awesome guy. You gonna play it for him? You gonna play him? Yes. Yeah. No. Oh yeah, totally. Who gives a shit about the next card? I will tear it up and eat it. I don't. Don't eat it. I will. Don't you dare. You know I only have four. I'll give you one. Are, no, are you sure do not tear it up and eat it. Yeah, you, you, you definitely yeah. want to play him. Alright, so he's too sweet. Right, so we just played... That's the bad guy, because you never get sweet. <laughs> Brooke, just, <laughs> Brooke just expressed empathy for her land. <laughs> okay, so we just played Goblin Warchie. What's one, a cool too. part about Goblin Warchie? He, um... It makes everything else cost... One less, and... You see I have haste. So what does that mean? Every, all the goblin creatures, ha- I have a haste now. So combat step, what are you going to do? So... You're going to... Attack! Right. Woohoo! Attack for two! We're at 18. Sweet. So am I! No, right? Yes. Yeah. We're both at 18. Oh, really? Yes! <laughs> We're the same part. Me and Sarah, Sarah and I are the same person. We are. Just letting you guys know. Yeah, we really don't care. Except Brooke is prettier than I am. No, except for that's not true. Anyway. Anyway, I believe Brooke's done. Yeah, we are done. We're done. We're done. done. It's your turn. I'm dead! (laughs) Holy crap, you're way too happy about that. It's the coffee. It's not the coffee. I just realized. Can she activate two tectonic eggs? Are you you really going for? No. Yeah, you can. That's really good. We can do it at the same time. Three minutes. We know. Thanks. By the way, that was my father. That was his first appearance on MTG Radio, just in cool. case anyone was wondering. That's cool. It's a lot of people's first and more than likely last appearances on MTG Radio. Oh. No, it's just we record in different places. You just get UCF on usually at USF. Well, they both can have Skype. Yeah, yeah I have Skype. Skype. Like, computer, beat that. What's up? I don't know. I don't know. Drop on. What is this? You shouldn't play. I'm like feeling like unwanted on on Virginia. No, you're totally wanted. Oh, wow! <laughs> wow! That was a cute laugh, Trevor. Wow! Okay, okay, oh, okay, 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 okay. You told Cap. Is, is he gonna die? Okay. No, it's something worse. Okay, oh. so we're gonna learn about protection really quick. This guy says okay. that he has protection from red. Yeah. This guy's red. Oh no. So even though he's a two-two no, and he's a two-two, like if he attacks, not only does he not take damage yeah. from him. But he's still gonna deal two damage to him. So oh he's gonna no! Then it gets Can I be like, oh, blocked with something else? Do no, I, no, you I can't. Think. That's the other problem. Why if he has protection from red, you can't even block him. What if I have other things? You can't do anything. Every, everything, everything in this deck you is red. Can't. Oh my god. And you then can't. the the even worse part yeah. is if Stop. if you read the next line, it says whenever a player casts a red spell, they gain a life. No! <laughs> no! That is, oh. I don't believe you. This card doesn't exist. It exists. No, it doesn't. It's in your face. It's right there. No, it isn't. It's gone. I don't see it. No. Oh, look at No, that. no. Don't do it. I'm willing. Don't. Seriously, I don't do owe it, it anymore. Do it, do it, do it. Oh. He's about to rip the card for everyone who's wondering. Do it. He has a four set. That's it. I feel bad for you, Trevor. See? He's trying to... What are you going to do next? Now I'm going to do this. And then I'm going to do You're not. I don't believe you. I just quicked it. Oh, oh my god. That thing is a 5-4. Wow. So much from the internet burning so quick. Because like, all of a sudden I'm losing... That's cool. I believe it's your scoop phase because Big Bang Theory is coming on. 
Yo, listen, this is happening. We're tied. Oh my goodness, we're tied. Wow, 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 we're tied, guys. Actually, we're tied. No, actually, yeah, we no, we tied. Yeah, you're both tied. Listen, we're the same person. We have to have the same score. We tied. Fine, we tied. Thank you. Anyways, alrighty, guys. Professor Twenty Eight of MTV Radio. This is Trevor. And this is Tom. <laughs> this is Brooke. And this is Sarah. And thanks Ow. for tuning in for your final time ever. No. 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 Oh, oh, that's cute. No. Oh, they like no. us. They really like us, actually. Right, Please guys? Please like me. Alright, bye. Like this better still be recording. Yeah, it was. Good. Three, two, one.